You need to get along with the other fence companies in your community and don't get jealous of what they do. And if they beat you on a job, they beat you on a job. Congratulate them. Have you been looking for a business podcast with hosts and guests who don't have a stick up their ass? Yeah, I said it. Damn! Well, if so, welcome to your new home, brother. Brother. This is My Fence Life. Woo! Our three passions are beer, bourbon, and business. And probably in that order. We're bringing on business owners who share tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes stories to help your business be more successful. And we drink during the show. So no matter what industry you're in, pop a cold one and come on in. Welcome to the My Fence Life Studio. Guys, I love that new intro, man. I'm digging it. I might just let some music play a little bit on it. Hey, we are on episode 80. I can't believe it. We're there, man. Um, Tonight, we got a great guy. We all love him. And like I say every week, I love my guest. And I honestly love this cat. So no homo. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Anyway, you probably just heard him talk, so you know who he is. But, uh, you know, it's going to be another power pack night. The name of the show is Seinfeld, the show about nothing. I'm a big fan of it. Our guest is a big fan of it. We're like, what we're going to talk about tonight? We're like, eh, I don't know. Let's just get out there and talk about whatever. But let me give a real, real quick intro for my uh, my guest. This guy, Matt Warner, some guys call him the culture guy. I call him the idea man. But this guy has been adopted, raised on a farm, started a trucking company at 18, had a daytime job while working not one but two side gigs, and is currently the CEO, the COO, and the CVO, the general manager, a business owner, and a business co-owner all at the same damn time. I don't, I don't, I don't know how he does all that. And <clears throat> he'd be a little upset if I didn't say this. He's a huge JC fan of the uh, big man in the sky. So let's go ahead and we're gonna bring on our uh, our guest tonight. How you doing, Dano? Hey, man, what's happening? We're getting all kinds of people going, holy crap, they're early. <laughs> That's how I roll right there. I'm yeah. Early. If you're not early, you're late. Well, we didn't have a whole lot to talk about. We didn't have a whole lot to prep on. And, well, hey, let's just go ahead and pop on early. So I, 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 I love it. I love the uh, the idea of Seinfeld. Just Let's just go, right? Let's yeah, man. Just, hey, you know what? Let's just jump right into this. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Theodore Roosevelt has a saying that talks about the man in the arena. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now with our fab shop, I am the man in the arena. I had to jump in and get in, and I really didn't even understand. Hey, do I sound okay? Do I sound good with this new microphone? You sound good. We're not going to mention who sent you that. that uh... <laughs> I, would never, I would never bring up Joe's name during you. Yeah, you know Joe Evers did not send that to you. <laughs> Hey, when was the last time you sent me a mic? I don't know, man. I send you pictures hey, all the time. 
So a man in the arena, the man in the arena. So I'm going to sum it up for you real quick. Anybody can sit up in the bleachers and talk about how to play the game or that should have been a foul or they should have done this. Or, mm-hmm. or if you're talking about, uh, you know, a gladiator uh, trying to win a, a battle, but only, only those that are serious about what they're doing will actually jump into the arena. And that's what I've been doing lately. I've been just grinding it, trying to get our fab shop humming and, um, efficiencies and, and trying to learn it and understand it. And I think that's for entrepreneurs are out there is that, that every once in a while, you know, there's a saying out there that everybody says is it's a uh, uh, work for your business or work. Uh, what was it? Don't work for your business. Work on your business, not in your business. On your business. Well, you know what? That's all good and fa- fine. But every once in a while, you just got to go get dirty and you got to be willing to take a chink or two in the armor. and You got to get bruised and bumped up and go jump in there. And and one of my guys said to me the other day, they're like, Matt, why are you, why are you there at five o'clock every morning? And I told him, I said, well, because I want that team, the team that I'm working with, there, there's about 12 of them. I want them to understand that 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 I'm in it, in this with you. I want them to respect uh, me. Uh, and he said, he goes, Matt, they do respect you. They respect you a ton. They know you're a hard worker. You know? I said, yeah, but I need to push them really, really hard. And the only way you can push somebody really, really hard is if you're willing to get in and get dirty with them. Um, and, you know, I see guys do it all the time out there. I watch these TikTok videos and business owners, and, and they're out there. Josh Rand is one of them. I see him every time he's out there just grinding it. Um, and that's, that's what you got to do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been lately. I've been the man in the arena. I was going to read you the whole quote. I, I even looked it up on my phone, and it's called "The Man in the Arena" by Theodore uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Um, if anybody has time, read it. Try to understand it, and don't be afraid to once in a while jump in there and and take on the gladiators. Yeah, I think I might be wrong here, but I think he is the quote that I say all the time, which is. Uh, when people are like, man, you're so lucky. And it's like, man, it sure is funny. The harder I work, the luckier I get, you know? Yeah. I yeah, think it might, it's him. It might have been theater also, yeah. Yeah, man. Dude's got a lot of quotes, a lot. So, yeah. man, how you how you been doing, bro? We haven't talked a whole lot. I tried to call you today, and you were a little cranky. Yeah, I was. You know what? I was uh, feeling a little sluggish um, every once in a while. I just... You know, a lot goes on in your brain. It is an entrepreneur. You, it never stops, and, and you're constantly trying to take care of your family and your people. And when I say family, I mean not only my wife, my kids, but I mean my extended family here at work, at the, the yeah. Empire family. And um, it, it, it'll it'll wear on you once in a while. And every once in a while, guys just got to go take a little power nap. And I, I had to do that today, man. Man, that was me you, yesterday. You, 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 you called me, and I was like, not now. Yeah. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sent me the text voicemail basically Mm -hmm. but um man i was like that yesterday i think i was about to explode yesterday i literally uh texted pepper and my words to her were is i'm fucking drowning oh you know and um i was on the phone with a customer and when i got off this little voice my oldest son from the other room goes you were being a fucking asshole to that lady on the phone. And then of course I made some excuses, but then I got to thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I need to, I need to take a step back and woo saw, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, 
Isn't it great? It happens. You know, you know, it's a grind what we do. And anybody that sugarcoats it and everybody is always out there. And remember, most of these guys that are out there trying to sell you programs and sell you everything else, they're trying to they're trying to get you hooked on an easier life. And I'm gonna tell you, um, if you love what you're doing, it's already easy. Because there's a lot of people out there that hate what they're doing. And mm-hmm. I don't. I love what I do. I, I, I love coming to work. Now, it gets to be a grind. And mm-hmm. I, get some, I get some bumps and bruises once in a while. Well, get, take, take a couple swords across the old armor, you know? Yeah. I'm a uh, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm grinding. I normally grind, but I'm grinding. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm all in head first in the stain deal. Um, I guess maybe. Two years ago, year and a half ago, Dylan's like, we need to do stain. And I'm like, in due time, in due time, you know, I needed to simmer on it. I need to think about it. I need to figure out how I'm going to market it. And we figured it out. And like tonight, you saw, I sent you that, uh, that picture of my new logo. And yeah, I like it. You know, we're, um, we're, I'm grinding, man. I spent all weekend building out my stain estimate template in Job Nimbus. Um, building out my agreement for when people sign on for stain. Then I entered all the stain into the, into the system so we can do estimates. And that's what I did Saturday and Sunday. You know, I worked Easter Sunday for a couple hours, not much, but I worked from nine o'clock Saturday. I didn't get home to like eight thirty, quarter to nine Saturday night, but I've just been grinding on the stain. It's a big investment and I want to see a return on it. And, and not only that, I want to make sure the guy who's giving me a shot with this, Caleb, sees it too and says, hey, man, that guy Dan's doing what he needs to do. If he's hey, not hey. succeeding, it's not because he's not trying. Did you know that you can pre-qualify your stain customers? Uh, yeah, there's a company that uh, has this real nifty tool. I don't know if you ever heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> not the name drop or anything. Hey. But I, I was this. I was looking at that this weekend too, and let me yeah. tell you, that's a lot of work to set up the stain portion. A whole lot harder than, whole lot harder than the fence was. Because what if, I could, what it, if they what if the kind people at my salesman could send you over one that's already preloaded with everything that Caleb sells on it? What if? What if? Would that be like cool? like ready to go? I just got to put my mm-hmm. pricing in it. Mm-hmm. Like you already got every style of fence, every color. Every style fence. Everything. You know what I do? I do right now. I'm making a little hearty emoji with my hands. <laughs> you can't do that because the, tr- the listeners can't see that. Damn it. <laughs> that's why. I, that's why I explained it. But dude, that would be that would be awesome, man. That really would be. I could use that. I would utilize that. Um, I was looking at it this weekend, going, "Ooh, I was going to do that Sunday," and I was like, ah, "I don't think this is the day to do it." Yeah, you know, I uh, I'm on it, man. Uh, I'll I'll get you that link over. I'll have uh, Kelsey reach out to you Friday. Yeah, uh, and uh, send it over. It's already preloaded. So what we've done is we've partnered with Caleb and we've downloaded all of it. We have every stain that he has, and then we just went through and picked every kind of. You might be missing one or two styles, mm-hmm. but I bet we have everything that's ninety percent of everything you're going to see out there that people can pick it and. Pick the color. The colors are already preloaded. It looks beautiful. It's a, it's a great, and, and we're working on a thing right now where we're going to eventually also be able to um, draw out decks if they want to do decks or whatever. So uh, that's in the works. It's coming. It's been in the programming. Yeah, you should be able for, to do that on that blank 
blank canvas deal you got. Yeah, but this has got to be cool. Actually, it'll pop up, and you can you can make the square bigger, smaller, or whatever. You can just oh, really? it, it, it's going to work great. Yeah, you'll love it, man. So hey, uh, that's my salesman tool. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's pretty cool. <clears throat> pretty cool little company uh, in Nebraska. That yeah, it's a uh, big old Lincoln, uh, Nebraska airport. Yeah, it's a uh, problem for the fence industry that was uh, created by a fencer. Yeah, that's what I love, man. I love fire fencer, four fencer. <laughs> I love that, man. I love it. That's awesome. Hey, look, I want to get. Hey, a, tell, tell me about Pepper. What, uh, what's she doing now? Uh, um, actually, she's having a little shakeup in life, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where does she work? Remind me. I can't remember. <clears throat> so she works at a um, at an apartment complex, kind of a. Well, when she first went there, it was upscale, but now they're building a whole lot of them that are like hers or even better. Um, But she co-manages a 200-and-something apartment uh, complex. Wow. But I don't know how much longer she's going to be doing that. I think I've got her wooed on over to come work at the Fence King. Ooh. You know, so... Hey, what does that look like? Um... It looks like we're not carpooling, I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'll tell you what it looks like, man. Um, Pepper has a very impressive resume. If I were to hire somebody with the resume that she has, I probably couldn't afford them. Um, She was... She was head of HR for the Tampa area. Um, what do you call those stores? Target. Oh, okay. for about seven years, and then the guy that she was married to moved her to um, moved her to North Carolina. And while she was in North Carolina, I think I got this story right. If I don't, she's going to kick my ass when I get home. But when when uh, she moved to North Carolina. She got a little job at a bank because she was waiting. You know, you can't get what you want right away. She got a little job at a bank for a very short period of time, maybe a few months. And then she ended up being a manager over a couple of family dollars where she was over the store managers. And then the guy that she was married to moved them again, and they ended up in Atlanta. And she worked for a company that was her, – her job was to do the hiring for Coca-Cola while she was at this company, that was her job, so which what, was what pretty makes intense. What do you think she even wants to come work for you? But why would you not want to look at this every day? Exactly. <laughs> well, wait a minute, but you're getting that treadmill, man. You're I am. Off. You're Tomorrow. Be, what's the goal? What's the goal? Tell, let's talk about the treadmill because I think that being an entrepreneur, you need to be uh, mentally, physically, and spiritually fit. And uh, I think that you know, I am a big spiritual guy and. I've been working on you, Dan. I've been whittling on you with the old JC thing. And I, I, I like to bring it up once in a while just to make you feel uncomfortable. I, I love to talk about it. It doesn't bother me, man. I've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm where I'm at today. You know, but, Benji, Benji and I secretly have a, a mission that we're coming from you on both sides. And we're just going <laughs> to whittle you down until you finally say, holy cow, that guy's awesome. When I first met Benji, he was uh, I was like, hey, man, I'm just letting you know right now, um, I'm going to be 
you know, when you go to church and the preacher talks about sin, he's talking about me, buddy. So that's what I told him <laughs> when I first met him. You know, uh, I like that, Benji. Uh, not to distract you from the pepper thing. Hey, listeners, you have to keep up. You have to tune in to the whole show in order to get back to the pepper thing. We'll finish that in a minute, but let's let's keep on going down the bunny trail. My goal is to get three or four bunny trails going, and then we'll come back and wrap them all up. Okay. Okay. Can you keep up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Depends on how many so, of these I have. So, so Benji calls me. He's like, he's like, you know, you and I are big JC fans, and it's fun to watch Daniel squirm a little bit when you start talking about him. And I was like, yeah, he plays <laughs> it off like it's no big deal. Got the t shirt, all tough guy talk, but. Down deep inside, you never know. Old JC has a soft spot for old Dano. <laughs> hey, Maybe. He did make me a great, uh, great website for ESC, our fabrication shop. Um, no one's supposed to see it yet, uh, but it's it's going to be released, I believe, next week. Uh, I'm waiting, waiting on a few things. I'm actually having my son look it over. My son is... is um, out there grinding it on the road. I believe he's somewhere between Delaware and Orlando right now. Uh, so, but he was going to look it over, but man, Benji is a super creative guy and anybody out there. And I, I don't want to be a, put out a too big of a plug or go or sound like it because uh, I have hired about five, maybe six different website people in the last 10 years. And um, I will tell you, I really think Benji does a, a good creative job. So huge shout out for him. Yeah, we were t- I was talking to him about that today, and I told him that I told you that I saw the new ESC website and wasn't supposed to because yeah, that, right after that I sent him an email firing him. <laughs> it was totally an accident. He was clicking and he's like, "Oh, that's not right." And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, what was that?" Uh, he was bragging. Come on. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. And he was like, I was like, ah, you got to go back. You got to go back. He's like, no, Matt's not ready. I'm like, I'm not worried about Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so he showed me, he showed me the homepage real quick. And I, I like it. I like it. It, yeah, yeah, nice, it turned man. out really good. He, he did a heck of a job and he's also doing um, another one for us. And, and then he, um, he did a great job of releasing the new one for my nephew uh, for his pressure washing business. Oh yeah. Yeah. I haven't so, seen that. Uh, which was totally a soft spot in Benji's heart to help out a 20-year-old entrepreneur that's just getting going, right? And you know mm-hmm. how, how tough that is financially, and Benji's working with him to help him get up and going. But I also think that it's a big deal um, to help people along the way, right? Because those people could, especially the business-to-business models, you got to take a chance on the small business guy once in a while. And that's that's what where we're trying to do. I'm trying to get people to take a, a chance on our USS brand uh, because uh, we, we want to go teach other people how to do it. And, you know, we're actually stubbing our toe a little bit. Can, oh, can I admit that we're stubbing our toe? That's real life, man. Uh, so the USS brand stubbing our toe a little bit. We're finding out that that we need more attention to detail because our guys have been trained to do the install. So we've always done the install. So if you don't send them something, they just have it on the truck or the trailer and they just go get it done. Mm -hmm. But if you've never done a netting job before and unlimited sports solutions supplies you with everything and we don't exactly tell you how to install it, you're going to struggle out in the field. And that's not what we want. Uh, Matter of fact, I'm working on a job right now with Cannon. You know, Cannon, don't you? Yes, sir. Yeah. I love that dude. 
I saw him hey, in the comments. Uh, we're, we're, uh, uh, oh, can I read those? What do I have to do? How, what? Yeah. Who cares? Hey, uh, what, but you know, we're, we're, we're today. I saw some pictures for him and I was like, holy cow, I have so many things to tell him, but that's, that's the USS brand. I'm hoping that people will give us a chance and, and I'm hoping that people will look at this and go, holy cow. They, they really went that extra mile. We, we did a job down in Missouri uh, and we had a, a fence company install a net down there and they just boshed it. And the school called the school was mad. Dano, within 48 hours, Empire had a crew there, spent three days there fixing everything, and we made it right. But I'm hoping that the really? contractor that did it realizes that we want them to be perfect. And I recognized right away that we didn't do a great job. I think that's humility is part of salesmanship. Well, you know, that's... Is that a quote? Maybe so. Say it again. Part of humility you, is salesmanship. Humility is part of salesmanship. Yeah, Definitely. I can so agree you with that. You put that on a TikTok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I like about USS. Um, Cannon was telling me that he was connecting with you, and you were helping him get jobs, and then you were helping him walk through them and do whatever he's got to do. Um, like he just said right here, Ron and Max, I don't know who that is, but apparently they're doing a great job. Lots of great questions, ideas, and advice that he's gotten from them, you know? And, guys, this is a complete startup. So th this USS is uh, its only in year three. Uh, it is a 100% startup. And the way uh, the way that I run my businesses is that I make every one of them stand on their own. They have their own set of books, their own bookkeeper, their own. Now, we, we have our own systems. Um, ready? Bunny trail. <laughs> we have a system called a Friday Report. And I teach each, everybody how to do that Friday report and how to read that Friday report and then how to process that Friday report. And then Saturday, how to do a deep dive into that Friday report. <clears throat> um, we've done that now with with Ron and his team. So now he has it. Uh, so he could, he's set up for more success that way. Hmm. Pretty nice. It's it's it's. it's but I, I like I like the business model of USS. Mm -hmm. I like how. You said, look, we're just not going to sell you some netting. We're just not going to sell you some pads. We're, I mean, didn't you mention something about, hey, we're going to sell you this job, and we'll send an uh, Empire guy down there with you to help you get it installed and get it done right and show you how to do it? Yeah, if you if you need help, we'll sell the consulting package with it. Mm -hmm. uh, and on your first order or two, we're going to be there along the way. You know, I had a guy the other day just FaceTime me. He literally picked up his phone and just said, hey, what am I doing here? I'm like, oh, no, 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 back up. I said, you see that? Pull that bolt out, put it on the other way, flip it around. And then he's like, oh, I had no idea. So it's 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 a good business model. But I also know that in order for us to sell a product, it has to be installed properly. It's a yeah. little bit like the staining, right? That Caleb is doing free training. You know, mm -hmm. you know really why he's doing the free training? You, you, I'm going to give you a secret about Caleb. You know what he's doing? He's brilliant. You know what he did? I got an idea, but go ahead. He knows that if he gets you hooked on one, if he has a good product, a fair price, and he gets you hooked on using it, and if you're successful using it, you're going to keep using it, and you're never going to leave him. So he just doubled, triple, quadruple down. He went for the the, mm -hmm. the quadruple exacta, super facta, 
whatever that whatever the uh, race is where there's a whole bunch <laughs> of horses put together. Trifecta. He doubled down. Trifecta. And he went and said, I'm going to make everybody really, really good at what they're doing. That, that's it. That, that's that's what the USS. I totally stole that from Caleb. Don't tell him, by the way. But that's what we're doing with the USS brand is we want you to be successful. Well, I, I mean, we did a podcast with him uh, last week and we talked about good to great and how he's doing his team. And I, and I say, man, whenever I call your business, everybody that is there seems to have the same mission as you. The same heart, the same passion, the same everything. And it's really a pleasure to to call them and get that that feeling it's from a business. Hey, you know, he's also a big JC fan. I know he is. Him and I talked you about know, it. Oh, so we have the trifecta. So so hey, you see this background? <laughs> we got we got Benji on one side, we got Cannon Cannon on on, on way back here in the corner that, that started the whole thing with you. Now we've got uh, Caleb over here, and then we got a little Matt Warner pushing right here, dude. You you're gonna be praising Jesus before this show's over. Yeah, y'all wasting y'all's time on that one. I can <laughs> tell you right now. <laughs> no need to kick a dead horse on that one. <laughs> That's what the thief on the cross said too, but he's yeah. finally gave up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, but I will tell you that that's that that's the fun part too about networking with people. I believe being a part of of bigger groups and and having um, something out there that that you can call up somebody and talk through something and and studying other people's business models is super important. Yeah. So so what's uh what's uh Pepper gonna do when she's at the office? Well, I wanted to finish her resume because it gets better man she's even more qualified so um then she moved here because the guy she was married to was always chasing after his next million or his first million and katrina hit so he moves here and she got hooked up with a uh a um a big big box brand called children's place and she opened up two stores for those guys and then victoria's secret saw her and pulled her over and she ran a Victoria's Secret for I don't know three or four years and um, I got tired of her working weekends, holidays, nights and I was like you need to get a different job so she actually left that job and went to work for a friend of hers that had a business, set up his QuickBooks, got all that set up for him while she was looking for the job that she found which was an 8 to 5 off on weekends, home every night holidays off and she's been doing that for about five years or so so now i'm like hey i need you i need you bad come help me you know so um i think uh she's gonna bring a atmosphere of the corporate world that she came from so she's gonna be my melanie right i'm gonna i'm an hr nightmare she came to the office yesterday for like I don't know, 45 minutes, and she, her eyes were like just most of the time, like, you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this is all day. What are you talking about? Oh, no, that's got to change. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think she's going to bring a, a, an atmosphere of, of, of raising the bar, you know? Hey, yeah. we're going we're to lift this up, take it to the next level, and I'm also going to be able to utilize her skills. But are you going to listen? 
Um, yes and no. You know? Okay. You know? Um, so uh, and what I mean by that is it's not like, yeah, I'm going to listen this time, but not next time. I'm always listening and taking advice. And if you know me really well, I think I have all these ideas, but really it's ideas that people have pitched to me or I've caught in a conversation and I pondered on it. And then I eventually think it's my idea and I run with it. And it's like, Hey, I mentioned that to you six months ago. And I was like, Oh, okay, whatever. Well, this is what I'm doing. So, yeah, I'm a pretty good listener. Am I going to listen good. that day? Maybe not. But there's a lot of things that I have today. You're still stubborn. Yeah, I'm still stubborn, yeah. But yeah. Pepper's the whole reason why I have Job Nimbus. She was like, you need a CRM. I'm like, what the hell is that? Huh. I'm like, so wow. you get this. We'll yeah. For you. So I had all these notebooks and highlighting systems and, you know, checks and balances. And I'm like, how am I going to do this on a computer? Really? <laughs> Now I would never go back to uh, to um, notebooks. That's insane. I don't even like printing a paid bill, but my my tax guy says I need to have a paper copy, so he wants me printing whenever we pay bills and stuff like that. You know, right, right. Well, I am. Uh, I think that Pepper would be a breath of fresh air for your company, and I think the only problem will be. If I'm going to make a prediction, is that you'll be stubborn and and you're not going to give her a chance to maybe tell you to shut the hell up. Uh, but but I'm hoping that with enough prayer, JC could whittle on you, whether you believe it or not. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> yeah, that might work. <laughs> hey, so tell me this: um, What are you seeing for? Are you going to try to do? That what Caleb's doing with the service agreement on the staining? So I kind of hinted that in one of my Facebook posts. You know, I put a uh, lifetime warranty, call for details. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, I'm looking for residual income. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. Hoping to, I'm hoping to do that. Right now, I'm just trying to get the word out. It was nice, man. I've had uh, one, two, I've had three different people up here in the past week and a half. Looking at my sample board, buying stain, and they're all contractors. Right. You know? Good. Good. So. Yeah. Residual incomes uh, is super important. Um, it, it, it really does help. Uh, that's one of the downfalls in our fencing industry, because if you build a fence really, really good, you're probably not going to go back there. The beautiful thing is, is that there's enough work out there that keeps coming around that, that that we keep we keep finding more jobs right um but I, I do love the residual income and it's it's all part of the cash flow curve right i mean just money coming in mm -hmm. it's um you know we still do residential uh we we do a lot of commercial but we still do quite a bit of residential uh, well matter of fact um team blue is coming next week uh to do some training here in Lincoln. Who's team blue? Team. Um, what's that guy's name? Uh, the, the bald guy. Oh, oh Sean. Okay. Right. Sean, Sean. I didn't realize he was going by team blue. I mean, I know he's team oh, blue. Oh, I don't know. I don't okay. okay. All right. All right. I'm with you. I'm I with just, you. I just couldn't think of his name. You know, did he's you, an easy guy to forget. Hey, did you hear the show that dropped this morning? It was all about Mr. Fence Tools and Colin and what they're doing and the new ideas and the new partners. And it was 
pretty in-depth really thing do. on all his tools. You need to check it yeah, out. I, I like what Sean's doing. I highly, highly recommend anybody out there that uh, gives Sean a chance. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, well, he, sh- he gets picked on a lot, and, and people need to back off and understand that he, he's just really trying to make the industry better. Um, that, that's all it is. Hey, but so he's coming. And what I did is I reached out to a couple new fence companies and uh, asked them to come along. So I don't even think Sean knows this yet, but there's <laughs> two other fence companies joining us, um, and they're just going to come along and tag along. And I'm inviting them all to my Monday morning meeting. So we're literally, I'm going to be helping Sean and his team understand what a Monday morning meeting looks like, smells like, feels like with us. And then he's going to take my crews and they're going to go to work. Um, and we're going to break into our pods and he's going to get to see about a little bit how, how, how we do it. Also on Wednesday, I'm going to show him a couple of our bigger jobs and show him what, what a 6,000 foot, uh, 10 foot tall, um, Gardier, uh, $6 million project looks like, uh, from our point of view. So oh, wow. it, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun. A lot of synergies going back, back and forth there, but I'm super excited to have these two brand new co- startup companies. Both are in there. Like one's in year three and one's in year two, I think. And they're, I both invited them both to come in. I got, a, I got a question for you. Yes. I have an answer. Is one of those companies, the company that you went on a, Oh, look, rabbit when we were, having our argument or I'm sorry, not our argument, our differences in discussions on the MFL post and AFA. And you're like, man, there's a new town, new fence company in town. It, it is. It What's, is. What I, was the name of them. It? I got to know them a little bit. Zone fencing. Yes. That's it. Um, yeah. They're good guys. Uh, you know, I, here's the thing guys. You, you need to get along with the other fence companies in your community. And that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you have to do what they do or right. Don't get jealous of what they do. And if they beat you on a job, they beat you on a job. Congratulate them. But I think that, that when Joe Everett says high tides raise all ships, I, I think sometimes we, we love to give the lip service, mm-hmm. but doggone it. Do something about it. So Go talk to your friends in the industry. Man, I finally have like maybe, I'm going to say two and a half companies in my area that are becoming friendly with us. Um, one of them I've been working on for a long time, and now the owner, he'll call me and he'll talk. But I know he's calling to get a little something, but that's fine, you know, as long as we're talking. But it's been tough. You know, when we had a shortage on cedar, I bought an 18-wheel load of cedar from uh, Dallas Proper, brought it in, and reached out to every single company in my area and said, hey, I have cedar fence boards, and not a single one of them. I said, I will sell them to you for what I bought them. I'll show you the receipt. Not a single one of them bought cedar fence boards from me. Um, Same thing with the pandemic. I got fortunate enough and got hooked up with uh, Chris Steele. And um, another guy, and we were bringing in all these pine fence boards. They would rather go sit in Home Depot's parking lot at 5 a.m., wait for the truck to roll up at 6 and start fighting over bundles of, uh, of lumber than buy it from me. Wow. And I was going to sell it to them for I, what I, I bought. Just, I just don't understand that. You know, I, um, I, I really think that we have, we have to help each other and work. And 
I don't really sell a lot um, to uh, the other fence companies in my area, my friends in the industry, but uh, but I sure will help them out, and we, we've done that. Um, you know, uh, Superior Fence and Rail up in Omaha, we we sent a crew up there and helped them uh, just get caught up because Stephanie was behind, and I just think they're nice people, and, and we want to help them. So we got to take care of each other. Hey, Dan, what's you know? I know I'm not a pro at this whole show, but these comments on the right hand side, what what does it mean when somebody says? All of the counties around us have GIS info available to anyone that can pull up plot lines. What does that mean? So that's like my salesman on um, steroids. Yeah, that's that's been going on for like 20 years. Yeah. What's the point of that? Um, I use it every day, and I use it in conjunction with uh, my salesman and Google Earth. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we've we've been using it for a long time. It, yeah. it was released in like two thousand nine, two thousand eight. Yeah. Lancaster County was was early in on this GIS mapping. Here's here's the thing I want to tell people too about my salesman. I love the way Dan uses it, but having more information out there for your customer to pick a style and have them do it on their own time is is a value add to your website. And I'm, I'm not trying to sell my salesman, but I'm going to tell you why I, I believe it's a great tool. Also, <clears throat> you know, being able to pre-qualify your customer and have them literally tell you that they're willing to spend this much money is a valuable, valuable part of the salesmanship. So uh, I just, it I is. just don't understand that. Yeah, I mean, I use it um, in conjunction. It's really nice because I already have a map. So then I go in there and fine-tune it. So now so now this comment says, Matt Warner, the new subdivisions in the imagery doesn't match. Who cares? That's what I don't understand. Who cares it doesn't match? I mean, here's the thing, guys. I think time is the most precious commodity if you can gather intel from your customer, meaning let them draw what it is. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Who cares? At least mm-hmm. now they know. Now you've got them hooked. Plus, you've got them staying on their website longer and they're interacting with you. So, yes, sometimes the mapping is is not 100% right because of the Google Maps flies over and updates their maps and updates their subvisions. But, by the way, my salesman does have a blank canvas so you can draw on it anytime you want. But the idea is to get, don't waste your time. Know that that customer realizes that this is an eight to $10,000 fence before you get there. That's all I'm going to have to say about that. I just, I, I, I see this. I love these comments and I love talking about how my salesman can solve the riddle because I know it works because we've used it. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to pitch something to somebody that something didn't work. And now, Dan, I, I don't pay you to talk about my salesman, do I? No. Very little. Uh, well, I helped you out with some microphones and headsets once, and then yeah. uh, I invited you to my my podcast booth. But, mm-hmm. uh, that's, but it. that's that's pretty much it. Um, no, I mean I I, I yeah. use it every day. I use it every day. This guy that wants to talk, if he wants to call me, uh, I, Dan, you know I'm a, I'm an open hey. book. He wants to call anybody so, wants to talk about how to use it. I love it. Col- Colby's a good guy. He really is. I know him. Um, he's a young guy well, in the industry. 
Oh no, yeah. I'm not, I didn't say you said he wasn't. Yeah. I'm just okay. saying he's a good guy. He's new to the industry. He's only been in about a year or so, and um, there's definitely. I, I I don't think he's trying to be negative. I think he's trying to say that because Google, because my salesman works off of Google Earth, and whatever whatever other or Bing, yeah, yeah or Bing. If it's a new subdivision, sometimes the GISs are updated sooner than Bing and Google because the GIS is more worried about their little bitty area instead of the entire world. And I've had instances where the GIS is there, but Google Earth isn't, you know. So I think he's not trying to be negative. I think he's just trying to talk about how uh, he's um, utilizing both of them. That's all. Uh oh. Hey, fence lifers, don't close that gate just yet. We have a whole lot more building to do. So sit back, pop a top, because we're just getting started. Now, here's your host, Dan Block, the Fence King. Guys, we lost Matt Warner, so I figured it's a great opportunity to go ahead and, uh, play a little music and do a little bumper <laughs> so anyway like we were talking about while we're waiting on Matt to get back um yeah Kobe he's saying you know it's a misunderstanding uh my house and yard isn't showing up we have no idea what GIS even is but uh I get a lot of customers that call me and they've done a my salesman and the my salesman ends up just guiding me to give them a better price. And I sell a lot of jobs sitting at my desk just doing that, you know. I will tell you another secret that I use. Um, I will, well, actually not me. Dylan uses. Dylan just taught me this the other day. <clears throat> Some of these big subdivisions that are done by uh, uh, sub uh, contractors, they'll have the plans right there in a box for all the all the contractors to come and uh if you open it up there'll be a survey in there with a footprint of the house telling you how far off the house is the the the, the property line is off the right and left side of the house so you can't go wrong so Dylan will pop a picture of it and we'll be rocking and rolling you know so that's a little trick that he said the other day I can't believe I never even thought about it you know, so we're going to kick some of these comments while we're waiting on Mac to come back. He must have lost Internet. Uh, shout out to your boy. Invite. If Matt don't come back, I'm primed and ready. Cannon's wanting to get back on camera. He's got some FOMO going on, man. Uh, ooh, Simpalo. Guys, if y'all don't know about Simpalo, uh, Dan, I'm sorry, man. We haven't done our onboarding yet, but Dylan and I are going to do it. Maybe we need to line up a Saturday or something. But Simpalo is a great software that um, will work in conjunction with my salesman. It's got a lot of the attributes of ArcSight, but you can draw your fence line. You can, and it'll figure your line post, your corner post, your end post, your gate post. You can do it for wood. You can do it for everything. Great software, Simpalo. Uh, we're we're excited to be a part of it. <coughs> Rachel. The uh, Cruzy, who I believe is the owner of My Salesman, not Matt. She's ready to jump on uh, on camera. 
I'm on this all by myself. I'm not used to doing this. <clears throat> what else we got going on in these comments, man? Uh, Kenny Johnson, we just bridged the gap with a company that I thought was unbridgeable, and I'm so glad we did. They came by today, got a trailer material, and got their ice topped off. So glad to work with them. Man, now that we uh, have electricity at my yard, we're going to be getting ice for the guys this year. They got to have an ice machine. It's going to be the bomb, man. I cannot wait. <clears throat> Who else we got in these comments, man? I don't know where Matt went. He's got that new building. He must have lost the internet. Steven Moore. Me and some of my fence guys in the area get along great. We talk all the time and help each other out. We're getting to that point where I'm at, man. I've got a guy, uh, Steven's Fence. We'll talk. He does a great job. Um, so uh, I really like his fences. And i got a guy, Dane's Fencing. We talk all the time. And i got another fence guy that I talk to all the time. But he lives all the way up in Nebraska. He's the guy that didn't pay his internet bill. Everybody, welcome. Well, welcome back, Matt Warner. Okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> can you hear me all right? Yeah, man. So, my, my earphones went out, you know, low technology. Here's the thing. I own a software. I'm not even a computer guy. Isn't that crazy? Hey, I will tell you this, too. So, Colby, by the way, I'm, I wasn't get, I'm not upset. I'm just talking my salesman i like kobe kobe's actually my salesman customer matter of fact i think kobe ought to come down to our office and we ought to hang out and have a michelob i think he, i think he said he's having a michelob i, I yeah. do like a good michelob uh, but with that being said uh we do love our my salesman customers and anybody that wants to try to figure out how to make it better give me a call yeah trust me i've given that call <laughs> I even got an email one time from Matt. Let me tell you all about that. Hmm. Somehow, some way, I got looped into an email with the developers of or the software people, whatever, the behind-the-scenes people of my salesman. And I made – I started making comments. Well, hey, do, do, do. <laughs> I remember this. What did I say? What did I then, say? Then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I got an email from Matt in the thread. Dan? Do not email Stephanie anymore. Stop. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. But you know what? What I love too, though, Dan, is you didn't even get upset. You just, you know what? That that, and that's the kind of relationship I have. I like to be able to have dialogue without having to worry about am I going to upset somebody or whatever. No, man, just stop because one, two, there's some things going on. I will tell you, development is tough. Doing development is really tough. It's no different than than trying to get a crew to build a fence right or trying to get anything else, getting your developers to perform at a high level and get stuff cranked out is really tough. And we're trying to get some stuff out. Guys, listen, my salesman customers, we have all kinds of new tools coming for you. It's going to be amazing. We're Dan, you've seen some of them, right? We, we yeah, kind of test model. Pretty impressive. Them. Now, it's going to be impressive for your marketing and mm -hmm. you're going to be more powerful and it's going to help. So I'm excited about... Uh, about what we're doing. I'm excited about my salesman. You know what, guys? I just love business. Uh, we we here at this whole entire team, we just we just love hanging out with each other, and I, I love what we do, and I love business. So what else, Dan? I know what else. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit you in a sore spot right now. 
You ready? So you might lose me again on purpose. <laughs> I'm about to hit a sore spot. So y'all all know Matt Warner loves his Bronco. This guy even built a track where he can jump with his Bronco. Um, me and Corey Bigelow, when we were in at Monkey Island in, in Oklahoma, we put stickers all over it. I mean, we didn't stick it to it, but we had stickers all over and stuffed in places and nooks and crannies. He's probably still finding stickers from my fence life. But I found out today that Bronco Matt Warner. Do you want me to? You want to talk about this? No, I don't, because because I might shed a tear. I'm sad. I'm sad. Hey, let me tell you. Let me tell you, everybody out there. Th- listen, if you love your business, you'll do whatever it takes to keep it going. And sometimes money gets tight, and cash flow gets tight, and um, it becomes this this machine out there, and it has to eat and it has to feed and you know what? My Bronco doesn't generate any any revenue, and it's paid for, and it's worth about $60,000. Now, in a company our size, I can sell my 3020, my 8640, and my Bronco, and I can bring in about $150,000 to $160,000 real quick. So I put the Bronco up for sale, and I within about an hour of putting it up for sale, I had a bite. And I basically said, listen, I have um, I have I need two weeks to decide if I want to sell this thing or not. And I remember this is a 2021. It has the chip. It's got some aftermarket stuff. It's it's a pretty nice machine. It's black. It's called Black Betty. But but let me let me give all of you a little nugget out there. All you listeners out there. Listen, this is what what I've learned in my in my years of doing business. When money gets tight, you need to come up with about seven or eight ideas on how to solve it. And you start with number one. Number one is collect receivables. Get Do whatever it takes. Get receivables. Get, get them, get them, get them, get them. Work on it. Um, and go do whatever it takes to collect those receivables. Send out text messages. Uh, call people. Uh, be nice to somebody uh, that you don't necessarily want to be nice to just to try to win them over. So uh, they'll pull on your, uh, pull on their heartstrings, whatever it takes, try to collect those doggone receivables. Your, your second, your second plan should be what is some quick low, low hanging fruit work that we can get. And, and can we go out and do a quick temp fence and generate 10, $15,000? Can we, can we go get a product out there that is low input, high return and get paid quickly and, and try to get on that and, and work on those. And you need to be constantly working on them. Meanwhile, if you're trying to fill a gap, let's just, let's just say you're trying to fill a hundred thousand dollar gap in your company. Whittle at that and, and then have a spreadsheet and try to start marking it down. Third and fourth plan is what, what can we do right now to sell extra inventory in my yard that I don't necessarily need that I can push to a friend to bring in some quick cash. Fifth or sixth plan is probably something of in the line of, Hey banker, can I, can I maybe extend a line of credit or maybe can I get a 10% add to a line of credit? If you have a hundred thousand dollar line of credit, maybe you try to add another 10,000. So now you only need 90,000. These are your, solutions number five and six and you should have two bankers to work with and they should know that you're working with both of them and you should you should plow at it item number seven anything that doesn't generate revenue get rid of it that's it pepper you got to go
What do you mean? She, she's what I'm joking, man. I'm joking. I'm joking. She, yeah. By the way, Pepper, I say uh, stay on and double down and tell Dano to zip it. All right. Item number seven for for me is right now I wanted to see what I could get out of my Bronco. And and uh, I put it up for sale. Uh, matter of fact, I put it up for sale for Tuesday. I didn't even tell anybody. I, I didn't even tell my wife. My wife found out today. And Melanie is is she's mad at me. But here's my thing: is I'm so passionate about our people and about what we do. Now that doesn't mean that I that we won't scale back if we don't have to. But uh, we're in this little little crunch right now, and we're we're a good sized company. Um, uh, you you can you can do the math. We have about ninety people. Um, and, and, and look, Matt, that, that happens, man. I mean, you know, I'm dealing with, uh, with one of my suppliers today and they're like, Hey, before we send this shipment to it, to you, we need you to, you know, pay, you know, $26,000. And I'm like, look, that money isn't even due for another two weeks. So I understand you got me at a line of credit, which is fine. But think about this. If I'm having to pay you before I can even get the material and get the material in the ground and get paid, then you need yeah. to work with me or I'll find somebody that will work with me. Well, and that's that's another little little mistake that I made is is we landed a very big job um, and the material on the job was uh, about seven hundred thousand dollars and. I had to pay sixty uh, percent of that up front, so I had to extend my line of credit. So, 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 folks, when you're out there and you're and you're working through your 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 financial difficulties, remember this: have a seven step plan to try to get yourself out if 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 you have to. Start with Plan One, which is the AR report. Work yourself through it and be ready and mentally ready that. I am going to do whatever it takes to try to make this cash flow works. Now, I will tell you, Dan, we're, we're on pace to have about a 25% growth this year. So I'm not worried about it that we're going we're gonna to have to shut the doors and go down. I, I, that's the furthest thing is. But mm-hmm. I also think that it's important once in a while to do some house cleaning. And um, understanding the ROI on your crews and what crews are making, making it and what crews could get better is, is an important part of that cog also. So my, my, um, my, my whole message out there to all your listeners are be ready for winter and have a winter plan because it, it can happen no matter what time of year it is. You can come into this time where it's like, holy cow, we can't. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. March, we, we missed the mark. We do forecasting, and we missed uh, we missed March by 30 40%. Matt, that, that, that hurts. That's what when, happened when, to me. My winter yeah. hit me in July yeah. of last year, remember? Me and, me and Nathan did that show about knowing yeah. your numbers, and, man, it, my winter hit me. I was like, holy shit, what's going on, you know? So, yeah, you're right. Your winter, when you your cash flow is down, can hit you at any time. Yeah, yeah. And here, here's the other thing: is is um, you know we we did it. We we have we have a little bit of real estate, and I had three lots that um, that are available for sale, and I just hadn't been trying to sell them, and and we we pushed on that, and we 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 actually sold one lot Saturday for three hundred thousand dollars, and 
we have two more that we can sell. So I can raise money quickly because I've invested in in some other things uh, other than letting my money sit in a savings account. Um, but but I will tell you, um, and I, I wish that we had time to do a deep dive into this whole understanding cash flow thing. And uh, I hope that what I said about the the seven step plan or or even a five step plan, whatever it is, you you make it up what works for you. But I hope your listeners understand that. You have to you have to look at it and do what works for you and your company to generate cash quick. And sometimes you have to do that. And it's 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 not always about going to the bank and borrowing more money. Don't folks try not to borrow any more operating money than what you have to have. Try to generate it yourself. And you know what? Being pushed out of your comfort zone once in a while is good. I, you know, I'm a big JC fan, as, as you know. And I always say, if you ask the good Lord to make you stronger, he's going to. He's going to have you lift some weights, which will break the muscles down, which will sometimes hurt a little bit. Yeah. Look, man, when I went through that little rough patch back in July where I didn't know what was going on, guess what? Dylan and I, we did what it took. You know? Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. There was a couple of weeks where him and I were like, all right, we're not taking a paycheck. We got to get back. We got to get back on the right side. Yeah, we've done that here too. Yeah, Scott yeah. and Jamie have both held it. Shares held it. We, we've had to do that from time to time, but that doesn't mean you're in trouble. That just means that you got to do a little checks and balances and, and get yeah. yourself right again. And, and mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I don't care who you talk to out there. Everybody's been through it. You can talk to uh, uh, Caleb. You can talk to Joe. You can talk to Sean King. You can talk to Tony Thornton. You can. Anybody out there, you name them, they've all been through what we're going through right now, which is which is a little bit of a, a tight spot. And you know what? The other day I saw that we, we bought two gas cans for $9 a piece. <laughs> Why did we buy two gas cans? We got 30 of them in the shop. But it helped me say, guys. And they were like, well, it's $18. What's the big deal? I'm like, no, it's a huge deal. We don't need mm-hmm. them. Come mm-hmm. on, guys. Let's be more efficient. Now, I will tell you, there's things that I've messed up on, too. So I'm not saying that my guys are out there spending money foolishly, but I'm just saying that it's good to do a little house cleaning once in a while. Well, yeah. What else, Anno? And what else? It, Give me one more, and one pay more attention. topic, and then I, I might go play some tennis. You're not playing uh, cornhole? I'm, I'm a big tennis player now. Are you really? Yeah. Mm, new hobby? Yeah, first time I ever played in my life was last night. <laughs> I bought a racket. Bought a racket for like three dollars. I got I got some. Uh, it's square that I found that had fallen out of the high school court, and and uh, so now I'm a big tennis player. <laughs> That's funny, man. <laughs> um, what else? I don't know, man. Um. What are you seeing right now with customers? Now you do residential, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah. What What are you seeing with with those guys? Because you I know, can, I can tell you, I'm I've financed more jobs. Mm. I look. I got a guy makes four hundred thousand dollars a year. Financed three thousand dollars the other day. And I was like, mm. that's wild. But in his defense, he saw my Facebook post that said, use somebody else's money, you know, but I still don't understand why he 
did three hundred thousand dollars. I mean, three thousand dollars. But yeah, I'm just seeing a different customer. What about you? Well, I'm I, I am a little bit. You know, um, here's what I think is is going on right now is I think that you know some of these big cities have a high crime rate and some of these big retailers are going to start bailing out, out of these big cities. And, you know, I think I read the other day that San Francisco had 200,000 people um, recently leave uh, the town. And I think uh, that those people are moving to the smaller Midwest Southern communities, and it's going to keep us through this tough time. But I'm, I'm willing to bet you're going to see some more banks close and some more tough times going on. But but that doesn't really scare me. I, I really think that that what we do is site security and people want their backyard secure. And, and we're not just in the fence industry, folks. We're in the site security business. And I, I think we're going to be fine. And, you know, I heard Jim, Jim Rohn say one time that that he, he, a group asked him, hey, can you tell me what the future holds. And he says, yeah, I'm going to tell you the secret. You ready? Listen up. (laughs) It's probably going to be about the same thing that happened either last year or the year before. Mm -hmm. And next year is going to be about the same thing that happened a year or two ago. I mean, it's just, we go through these cycles and Mm -hmm. um, tough times are going to come. Tough times are going to go. And it's part of, part of just the cycle, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm seeing a, a different customer, man. So we're uh, we're changing the way we're doing things a little bit. We're all constantly tweaking. I'm constantly. It's like that tuning fork, you know. I'm constantly yeah, trying to stay in tune. You you definitely have to keep making your processes better, Daniel. Yeah, and and that should be with everything. You know, we've been doing fence for a long time. I think we're pretty good at it. But I called up Sean King and I said, "Hey, you know what? I don't like the way we do this and this." Why don't you come and spend two days with my guys? I'll I'll pay you whatever it takes. We'll do it. We know how to build fence. Yeah. But there's something that he probably does that my guys might like, and, and that's going to make us better. And I'm telling you, education is so powerful. It's so powerful. And, and he, here's a message that you should tell all your guys. And I don't know how many business owners are listening compared to how many guys are working within the business, but it doesn't matter across the board. Make yourself more educated, which will increase your W-2. Mm-hmm. Just find a way to make yourself more more valuable. Well, and one way to make yourself more valuable and to educate yourself, especially to the younger guys that are just starting out is, um, you know, there's a lot of education out there for you. For example, you know, the FWA has a bunch of free tests you can take stuff that you can use to learn. Right. You know, um, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of that out there. There's a lot. Hey, let's, let's hit one more topic. Um, because I don't want to bore your listeners, um, and I, I think uh, I think you should pick it. Go. Ooh. Anything. How do you deal with an employee or team member, whatever you want to say? Hey, wait, before I say this, hold on. I want to say something. Yeah, yeah, get to it. I, I caught some slack today about Sean King, man. Why? 
he doesn't like you or what? No, no, no. It wasn't him. I had someone text me or no, call me. I'm sorry. They text me. Hey, what you doing? But we ended up on the phone. They're like, dude, what's your deal with Sean King? I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, I've been listening to your show and you've been talking about Sean King this and Sean King that. And hey, that guy. I'm like, have you not met the guy? (laughs) Have you not followed him and seen what he's doing? You know? But he's kind of giving me a hard time saying that I was kind of a fanboy of uh, Sean's. But we just dropped a show yesterday, or this morning, I'm sorry, of uh, Mr. Fence Tools. And then I was talking to Clint with NAFCA about Sean and how much he brings to the, to the industry and how when he's involved, it's high energy. And so I was catching some slack, man. So I just wanted to kind of bring that up that um, – Hey guys, we're not a fanboy of Sean. Sean is out there doing shit and making. What does uh, Mark Olson say? What does fanboy mean. What's fanboy mean? You know, like, like a groupie, like a. Um, oh. You no, know what I mean? No. You know what? I I I I respect Sean. Sean and I have very candid conversations. Matter of fact, if you're ever in a group where he's in the room and I'm in the room, and you say. Should I buy a vehicle or lease a vehicle? Sean's <laughs> going to tell you one thing. I'm going to tell you another. Exactly. And 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 I think we both have valid points, and um, there's something to take away from it. And but I I don't I I Sean and I uh, we get along fine. You know, dude. I, I have I, a group of about 15 people that I text randomly. Uh, I try to be a motivational. Because I just feel it in my bones that they need a little bit of pick me up, and believe it or not, every once in a while Sean needs a little pick me up, and um, so I'll text him once in a while. Hey, you know today's gonna be a great day. Let's go get it done, mm-hmm. and, and that might go at three thirty four in the morning. As you know, yeah. Dan, I've texted you at three thirty four in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I'm up and I'm thinking about you, I'm gonna let you know. So. Um, no, I wouldn't say we're groupie. I just think we're we're friends. We're buddies. He he's my friend. So the first time I got to hang out with Sean, like in person, was in Tennessee for his first Mister Fence Academy, and it was either the first night or second night. I can't remember. Might have been the first night. We were all sitting around his living room table. Probably sat, you know, fifteen people, but there was only about six or seven of us. And that two hours of intimate talk with him, you know, it's part of the reason why when I drove home from that, uh, and that was during the Caleb Stain and Seal University deal, you know, when I yeah. drove home from there, that's part of the reason why I was like, Dylan, we're, we're doing shit wrong. We need to change it, you know. But anyway, so my my last deal. What yeah. do you do when you have a team member? I'll say that just in case Sean's watching so I don't get scolded. Uh, what do you do when you have a team member that is really, really good at what he does? Mm. His crew gets more five-star reviews than any other crew, but the guy can't show up on time, mm. right? He's He's constantly late, or he's... Well, at a critical moment, like, for example, Friday, good Friday, we got fences that need to be completed. Your job needs to be done. This guy's having Easter Sunday at his house, and you call in and go, oh, I can do it Saturday. You know what I mean? What do you do with a guy that's like, 
man, you're so good at what you do and you have so much potential, but you, you want to call in at the wrong time and you don't want to show up on time. What do you do with that guy? How do you handle that? I've already put him on probation. I've already taken away direct deposit. I've already taken, you know what I mean? I've already done all this stuff. Hey, every Friday, you're not getting direct deposit anymore. You're going to have to come pick up a paper check and sit down and have a 15, 20-minute meeting with me every Friday. You know, I've done that. I've tried everything, man. Well, first of all, have you talked, uh, first and foremost, is the biggest problem that he's late? Well, what happens is... Is, is that yes. one of his major problems? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Have you told him to stop setting his alarm in the morning and start setting his alarm at night? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. even told him because to... the idea of teaching young people to put down the gamer and go to bed at eight thirty nine o'clock is a tough art, man, as you, you probably know, but it's tough to teach the guys. That. He's not that a gamer thing. though, but anyway, or, go ahead. yeah, but yeah. whatever. I know what you yeah, mean, but, mm-hmm. but, but get to bed, get some rest. The second thing is, is ha- have you had the heart to heart with him of, listen, your potential to be great is out of this world. But if you don't want to maximize that, maybe you have to just go somewhere else. Yeah, he's sat in my office a couple times, and he's like, are you firing me? You know? Yeah, I'm telling you. And, you know, I don't know. I've tried sending people home. I've tried suspending people. I've tried to do a day without wages. I've tried to – I've tried all those things. It's (laughs) all a mechanism. I've done all that. Because here's the deal. Um, right now, so get this. I read a study. Uh, I can't remember what institute put it out, but right now, mental illness is. Um, they say that one twenty-year-old right now has more mental illness than than most psych wards had in the fifties. A whole entire psych ward. So. They really? say that this mental illness thing and this mental toughness thing is just we have we have gotten soft and and I can't remember what um, oh you know what it was it was um uh, it was a Christian author uh, that was talking about it. <laughs> I feel like you said that on purpose. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm being serious. Uh, uh, Max, Max, uh, hang on here. I'm going to Google it real quick. I know this probably isn't appropriate for your show, but Max. I don't Max care. L- 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 uh, Dude, this show's about fencers and what we do and how we do, and we don't agree, and we Max have different lifestyles. Max Lucado said this. Okay, so he he said uh, he talks about this mental toughness thing. And uh, Lucado, that's it. Thank you. Uh, I just saw your comments, too. Okay, so he has a podcast out. And it, uh, he did a deal about two months ago. You know what, uh, Daniel, I'm going to try to find this. I'm going to go back through my YouTube and I'm going to try to find it. I'm going to send it to you to send out to, uh, the My Fence Life team. Uh, but he was, it, it, it he is a Christian author and he's, and he's a, he's a preacher kind of guy. So mm-hmm. he might be good for you, Dan. He might bore other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
he was talking about this mental toughness thing, and and it really is. And this is why this is why I do these Monday morning meetings is I'm constantly trying to groom the mental toughness. And we're talking about being tough, and we're talking about uh, self awareness, and we're talking about hard times and tough times and tough decisions. We are, we are diving into this every single Monday. I'm invested in it, and and it does not work for everybody, but it does work for the majority, and for the majority of our people. Uh, they are on this. I, I, I got a text message today from one of my guys and, and, uh, uh, I don't think he'll mind if I, if I read this, but this, this was, this is our dialogue going back and forth, right? It says, uh, uh, I said, Hey, how did today go? It looks like you guys rocked it. Um, and I just saw some pictures on, on, on the thing. He says, uh, I said, and by the way, how are you doing? By the way, Business owners, ask your people, how are you doing? Ask them, how are you doing? Now, I said, how you doing? Because I was trying to be cool. You know, <laughs> YA said to you. And he says, hey, I'm really good, man. My kids are healthy. Uh, they're getting big fast. My wife is happy. We're, we're kicking ass at work. Uh, I'm so, uh, I'm so, what's to say? I'd say life is pretty damn good, Matt. How are you? Mm-hmm. This is a dialogue that I try to have with uh, with some of my leaders, mm-hmm. um, and um, I just said, "Love it, man! You're doing a great job. We, we value you. You're, we love having you on our team. Thank you so much." Um, and he comes back with this. He goes, uh, "Thanks, Matt. That means a lot. I've really been working hard on myself this last three or four years mentally. I've grown up so much in the short time at the Empire Family because because of you and the people I surround myself with, including my home life and my home fa- family with my wife." So, so this is a young man that, that he gets it. He's a rising star for us. So I, my thing is, is that when I point to one of my guys to do something, I want to recognize that my pointer finger is pointing at them. I got three other fingers that are pointing at me and one finger pointing up to God. And not, I'm not trying to get all religious on you, Dan. I know you're not big into that, but I'm going to say it anyhow. I'm good. But this is the way I try to value it. I try to spend three times harder figuring out what can I do to help this person. Mm. I want them to get better, but then I also spend a lot of time in prayer and working for them. So when I'm pointing at you with my trigger finger, I got my thumb up in the air. I got the finger going thin, but I'm trying to spend three times trying to dive into making them better. And Dano, sometimes it just doesn't work out and and you got to let them go. And, and, And part of that is, is it's tough to recognize when that time is, but I believe that you'll know down in your in your gut and you'll say you know what it's just not working out it's time for us to part ways now i know that was a long answer to what you said but but let me try to circle it back around go ahead first and foremost i am passionate about making sure that i'm doing everything i can for you (laughs) what you just put on my thing wants to be like Dan. (laughs) okay I'm passionate about making sure that that my people, uh, that our people here at the Empire Family know that I really do care about them. And mm-hmm. I really do believe that they know that I'll grow grinded out right next to them and that, and that I care and I, I want them to be successful. Second of all, I want to know, I want them to know that I'm going to hold them accountable. I'm going to do everything I can to make them great. Third and foremost, behind the scenes, spiritually, I'm going to pray for them and I'm going to, I'm going to try to, try to, try to, Reach out to that higher power. That, that that's all I can say. Firing people at, at, at whim, sending them home, 
making them go without pay, having them come pick up their checks. I've tried all that. None of it's worked. The system that I just talked about has worked more often than the other. Yeah. How's that, Daniel? No, that's a good answer. <clears throat> I appreciate that. Um, you know, I asked my guys in my Monday morning meeting, not every Monday morning, because there's only about 10 of us. I, I'm, we don't have 80 to 90 like some other companies do. But, um, you know, I'll be like, hey, man, how was your weekend? How'd it go? You know, and and just kind of, you know, get them talking. Um, man, I really, I really like this guy. I've tried everything. I've even done a deal where if you're late one day, I'm going to take $10 a day from you. Two days, $20 a day. This cat's, I don't think they care. No, this cat's been late three days and lost $30 a day. You know, matter. it doesn't matter. Think, so, you know what? Now, you know, now what you did, not, not picking on you, but now you just put him in a financial crunch and now it's just worse. Now you gave him a sour attitude because now he's yeah. pissed off. He did that. I don't know the answer, Dan. Yeah. I, I'm not well, kidding you. This I'll tell you what I did. I did my okay. last straw. <clears throat> he's no longer a crew leader on the truck. I moved him to another truck to be a helper. He's back in that position and he understands it. He said to me, he goes, I understand why you're doing what you're doing. I get it. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to make things right. I'm like, all right, man, do what you got to do. Show me. You know, I'm from Missouri, the show me state. Show me. And um, he said he's going to do it. But in front of everybody in the company, I said, hey, Tyler, you don't have a whole lot of experience with this. I'm going to stick you on this guy's truck because we're about to knock out about four or five of these jobs, and I want you to get that experience. So I kind of softened it with everyone else and didn't embarrass him. But, yeah, anyway. You asked, well, man. I will tell you, the key is, too, is, is we, we, need, we need good people. We need our people. Uh, but our people also need us. Um, and, and I got to tell you, I got, a, I, got a lot of, I got a lot of faults, a lot of things I need to work on myself. And I can do a better job, and I can, I can be better, and I can not overthink some things. And so whenever I look at somebody like that and I say, you know what, they're late. That yeah. sucks. I will tell you one time I did ask a kid, I'm like, what time do you want to start? And he said, you know what? I'd like to start at 845. So I looked at his crew and I said, hey, can you guys get everything ready? And if he agrees to drive to the job site and get you there at 845, is that cool with you guys? And they're like, yeah, we don't care. You know, I was running three man crews. Uh-huh. So it it actually worked for that crew. Really? Yeah, uh, they I never heard another complaint when he was late again. And you know hmm. what? They got a ton of work done. Now, he might have been late, and they just didn't tell me. But I didn't give him a pass. I just said, you know what? If your crew's cool with, with, with you not being there to load up the truck, we probably need two people to load up the dang truck anyhow, to be yeah. honest with you. So my, pro- my, my problem is, is I find that then when his helper's late, he's like, well, you can't be mad at me. He's been late twice this week. Oh, yeah. Well, you might. And I'm like, might. Oh. it's yeah. like I'm fighting a losing battle, you know? Yeah. Well, so. why don't you have Dylan take care of it? That's another way to process it. Maybe so. Maybe so. All right, Dan. I'm going to yeah, go man. some tennis, man. I, I <clears> it was good what? talking uh, to you. First and foremost, I want to thank you uh, and all your listeners. Uh, you know, I'm just a, a guy in Nebraska trying to trying to be passionate about business and culture. And, mm-hmm. um, I appreciate them people that listening. I, I appreciate everything that 
that you've done to to be so kind uh, to me and, and our family here in Nebraska and our family. Uh, we're big fans of the My Fence Life show. So, uh, Mike, I'm sure most of my crew is listening. I, I hope they all are, and, and they and I hope that the guys out there got something from it. And uh, Rachel Cruzy, uh, she told me that she would get in trouble if she worked. She's on a uh, sabbatical. Sabbatical. Man. We'll save that for the next show, man. Yeah, I like that. I like that. She's like, I can't work, Dan. I'm like, okay, fine. So then I, ca- I called her like five minutes later, and she answered the phone. I said, I thought you weren't supposed to be working. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I got to my watch, and I set a timer for five minutes. I'm like, all right, I'm going to call Rachel back, see if she answers. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, she's taking a little time away, spend some time family. Good yeah, for her. man. Well, look, Matt, I love you, man. Oh, thank you. Dude. I really I do, man. You, no, you know, so – Hey, big shout out to a couple of people. We got a uh, fence track. You want your fence life assigned? Go to myfencelife.com. Fill out the contact form. We'll send it to you. I got a big batch sitting out there in the foyer right now that's about to go out. I'll take a picture tomorrow. D&D Technologies. You can't beat that product, man. Um, thank we you. We use them. Yeah. I love their stuff, man. And then – uh what do you call it? We got Benji with Clever Fox and uh, BizRaider.com. And, hey, let's not forget FWI. Not FWI. SWI Fence Supply. F- SWIFence.com. I am getting ready to buy uh, a shitload of those I-beams because, dude, Matt, we, we picked up all the Raisin Canes. We made Oh, a- nice. So, have you ever had that happen where you get hooked up with a contractor or a yeah? And they're like, hey man, I like the way you work. You did everything yeah. we needed to do when you got on the job. My guys are like, hey, those guys were nice. They moved their trucks. They did what they had to do. So we're doing the raisin canes in Slidell. We're doing the raisin canes in, in Covington, and we got three more to do. I'm not going to say where because we haven't quite bidded on them, but we got three more to do with this company. So. Yeah, dude, we're dri- like we're driving um on the fir- on the first one we're driving inch and five a schedule forty, I think it is. And we're putting donuts on it and sliding. Yep. But on the other ones, I think we're using uh SWIfence.com's uh no dig I beam aluminum. Yeah, deal. we're gonna do that for the first time ever. I, I really think that um the SWI team is on to something amazing there. I I support it hundred percent. I think I think Mark and and all those guys are real guys creating uh, creating solutions for us out there in the fence industry. And we ought to we all ought to give them a big uh, big round of applause for that. And and you know that the whole all the people that are kind of behind the scenes behind that no dig solutions. I, I love it. I, why yeah. why not make our job easier and and make our guys uh, help our guys to be more successful in the field? That's that's all they're doing is they're trying to help us so we don't. Get so doggone wore out, and SWI does a great job of that. I highly encourage everybody to give it a try. We we messed up the first couple times on on the no dig vinyl, but once we got it figured out, folks, it was awesome. So mm-hmm. I highly mm-hmm. encourage it, and I love this product uh, that SWI is selling with the I beams. And I, by the way, I'm not paid at all by anybody. Nothing here. I'm just saying it's a, it looks like a great product. Sean is going to help us uh, do our first one next week on Tuesday. Oh, really? In Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> hey, man, I'll, I'm I'm loving that no dig stuff. I really am. I love it too. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, hey guys, what else? Thanks for hanging out. 
and uh, y'all just keep on fencing, okay? I love it. Thanks, All right, Daniel. Man. Hey, thanks Peace for being out. on, buddy. Bye. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.